But what Mary does is she turns to the staff and essentially says, hold my beer. Wedding ceremonies, I think we probably all agree, have uh, definitely evolved over the years. The straight-up traditional church wedding uh, has become much less common after being the norm for generations, really. Trends like being married by a family friend or someone in your family who perhaps went and got ordained online. Uh, these these uh, trends are picking up steam all the time. And uh, people are being married in unique locations. These things uh, have become increasingly popular. We all would agree that the wedding industry is big business. In terms of the wedding ceremony or the service itself, uh, some of the common elements, such as uh, the couple lighting the unity candle, uh, is these things are often replaced by a host of other creative activities, and sometimes these things kind of become viral, and people uh, use them across the country, such as planting a tree or creating a a work of art even during the, the wedding ceremony. When I did the wedding for my niece and uh, her fiancé several years ago, they were married in a lovely vineyard, and uh, the ceremony uh, included a wine box as part of the wedding service. Not sure if you're aware of this or encountered it yet, but uh, it involved placing a good bottle of wine in a wooden box along with a couple of letters that they were to have written to each other, In the letters, they were to have included uh, things that they loved and appreciated, the kind of things that brought them together in the first place. And the idea is at some point in the future, perhaps even at a time when they're having a rough patch in their relationship, as all relationships kind of, you know, ebb and flow, uh, they would would then open the box and uh, enjoy the wine together while they read the letters that they had written. Or this could happen at an anniversary. Um, Well, today's gospel reading we see takes place in a wedding. It's a bit famous. Jesus (laughs) was invited, so, you know, that's a big deal. And Mary, too, and all of the disciples were invited to this wedding. But the reason we remember this particular wedding is because of what Jesus did. When the poor couple ran out of wine during the celebration. So wherever this wedding was held, or whatever venue, uh, it clearly wasn't a, a vineyard. Well, people often refer to this water into wine thing as the first miracle of Jesus. But it's worth noting, I think, that John's Gospel doesn't call it a miracle. He calls it a semeion in Greek, a sign. And we know that signs are intended to point us to notice something beyond themselves. So what do we notice here? I always love the down-to-earth, familiar mother and son interaction here. I just feel so human and so real. Uh, Mary says to Jesus, uh, essentially, 
this poor family, they've, they've, they've run out of wine. And Jesus says, woman, this is not our problem. And I almost expect Mary at that point to uh, scold Jesus for calling her woman and not mom or even Mary. Uh, but what Mary does is she turns to the staff and essentially says, hold my beer. <laughs> or hold my empty wine glass in this case. She doesn't engage with Jesus at all. He said, woman, what business is this of ours? And she turns to the staff and says, do whatever he's about to tell you to do. Um, and without making a big public spectacle about it, where there appeared to be lack, where there appeared to be less than enough, there was now overflowing abundance. Where there was shame and embarrassment for the couple, there was now gracious hospitality and celebration. And faith. Jesus did this, the first of his signs in Cana of Galilee, and revealed his glories and his disciples believed in him. And that, from the very beginning, is what John has been after. Near, we know this because near the end of his gospel, he will write, Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book, but these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. And then Jesus sent his followers out into the world. And he continues to send us out. We may not be able to turn water into wine, but we are sent with the words of eternal life. We have been given the words of eternal life. We know how to party. We know how to invite Paul was quite aware that not all of the Corinthian Christians had the same gifts, but that was really the point. So Paul emphasized the abundance and the diversity of the gifts. Our diversity of gifts is always part of the abundance of our community. I think it's often, when we talk about this, I think it's often easier maybe or helpful to think about those uh, people closest to us. My wife, Lori, is traveling this morning, so let's talk about her for a minute. Uh, <laughs> Lori, those of you who know her, know that Lori is full of compassion. If you share some sadness you are experiencing with her, she will most likely immediately set about weeping with you. If that's what's called for. She has the gifts of empathy and compassion, and these gifts bring healing to people and comfort. But Lori, my wife, would rather die than get up here and preach. Also, she hates technology, but I'm not sure that that relates here. But, but she has her gifts. I have my gifts the Apostle Paul was clear the church needs all the gifts. 
Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of services, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who activates all of them in everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. To each. You get that? It includes you. No one is left out. Paul wanted the church to understand that there is a relationship between these diverse gifts that makes the mission and the ministry of the church what God has intended it to be in the world, something that ends up being more than the sum of its parts. Abundance. And Paul sees God's Spirit working in and through all of this. Each gift was given not according to any kind of human merit or because the one receiving it was better qualified, but because of the always abundant grace of God. So in our baptism liturgy, we welcome the one being baptized. We say we welcome you as a child of the same heavenly Father and worker with us in the kingdom of heaven. Worker with us. Gifted to serve. As Katie mentioned, tomorrow is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. King, the preacher, wrote, everybody can be great because everybody can serve. You don't have to have a college degree to serve. You don't have to make your subject and verb agree to serve. You only need a heart full of grace, a soul generated by love. And not long before he was killed, King preached, Every now and then I think about my own death. I think about my own funeral. Every now and then I ask myself, what is it that I would want said? I'd like somebody to mention that day that Martin Luther King Jr. tried to give his life serving others. I'd like for somebody to say that day that Martin Luther King Jr. tried to love somebody. And Bishop Desmond Tutu, who died just the day after Christmas this year, taught the world that if you do your little bit of good where you are, those little bits of good put together will overwhelm the world. He also said that your ordinary acts of love and hope point to the extraordinary promise that every human life is of inestimable Value. God's dream, Bishop Tutu wrote, is that you and I and all of us will realize that we are family, that we are made for togetherness, for goodness and compassion. This is grace overflowing. The good stuff. Amen. Gifted to serve. So maybe on the way home, those of you who are here with us this morning, you can uh, share with one another what it is that you recognize as a gift in those uh, who are with you. you know, what, what is it about uh, each of you 
that makes the world a better place. Share that with one another. You can do it at home as well. Sometimes we're better able to uh, recognize gifts in others close to us than we're able to admit that we ourselves are gifted as well. But uh, so we can do this for one another and realize that we, uh, like the disciples uh, at that wedding that day and everybody present, uh, are blessed by the overflowing abundance of a gracious God. But blessed for a reason. Hmm? Blessed for a reason to go out into the world to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.